gals, and welcome to Audio 9. I am really excited about today's topic because it's a subject that lights me up even more than talking about healthy food and exercise and sunshine and fresh air. This is the topic of motivation, and really it's the topic of how to work with your mind to heal your body. So I'm really honed in on the fact that when we start talking about brain science or about what's going on in the subconscious mind, it's really easy to glaze over and just be like, wow, that's a lot of languaging that I don't understand. And I totally get that. Um, I like to geek out about um, brain science, but I realize not everyone loves that. So I'm breaking it down to the top five things to understand about meditation, because the more that you understand what why that we're doing the meditation, um, the greater the impact it will have for you. It's like having bass speakers on your surround sound speaker system. It just amplifies the effectiveness of what you're doing. So the more you understand it, the better that you'll do and probably the more consistent you'll be able to be in your practice. So quick review Um, The anatomy of transformation is the basic foundation of this work. So remember, we have the geode, outer layer is the body, then next layer in is the conscious mind, and then the subconscious mind, and then the final piece of it is your core being. And that's just a picture of the the different layers of your being uh, that has to do with health. So I'm going to talk about the uh, start from the outside and work in. So with meditation, we're primarily working with the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and your core, primarily the deeper layers, which is your subconscious mind and then your core being. So remember the conscious mind is the rationalizing thinking mind. It's the 5% of your brain that contains that monkey mind, all the thoughts. They could be positive thoughts or they could be negative thoughts. They are, um, it's the, they could be thoughts that are all over the place. And it's really important to understand that it's, it's estimated that 90% of the thoughts that we think are not even our own. And uh, we've absorbed them since we were young from our caretakers and our parents and our teachers and our siblings and other inputs such as media and radio and um, all these different um, inputs, but they they may not necessarily be our own thoughts. And a good way to know if there's a thought that's in your head that um, you're not really sure if it's yours or not, just ask yourself, whose voice is that? And notice the first person who pops into your mind. And uh, likely you've absorbed that thought from them. If no particular person pops into your head, then likely that thought is of your own making. So um, the conscious mind is the the whole mind of the thoughts. It's It's an intelligent piece of your mind. And uh, it's very important. It's our decision-making piece of the mind. But remember that there's a deeper layer, which is the subconscious mind. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, so, so key number one here is a thing that's important to understand when it comes to health is that thoughts become energy. And I want to talk for a moment about energy and simplify this concept for you because it's really important. Everything that you see and that you feel everything is made up of light and energy. 
So there's a lot of, um, you probably are familiar with the concept of quantum physics and um, that matter is 99.99999% space. And I won't get into all that, but essentially the concept you need to understand is that everything is made up of light and energy. There's energy in the chair you're sitting in. There's energy in foods. There's energy in thoughts. There's energy in emotions. Uh, there's energy in nature. And all energy vibrates at a certain speed. It's called a frequency. And um, there's a there's some work done by a guy named Dr. David Hawkins. It's very incredible work. He, he basically um, created like a map that's a scale from zero to a thousand. So zero would be like the low vibrating emotion or low vibrating energies and then the very high vibrating energies. So the low ones, um, you know, are you know, down at the 10, 20, 30, low vibrating, and then all the way up into the high vibrating emotions. So the the takeaway here is that the low frequencies, the low vibration of energies cause disease and decay and death, basically a downward spiral of health. And the high frequencies of energy create health and order and synchrony and uh, there, it's very very um, uh, there's just there's a lot of uh, co- coherence in these higher frequencies. All right, so number two is that uh, an important thing to understand is that emotions are energy. So there are low frequency emotions and high frequency emotions. So shame, guilt, fear, uh, doubt, these are low frequency emotions and they vibrate on that scale from zero to a thousand. They vibrate at about 20, 30, 40. So it's very, very low. It's this sluggish, low frequency, that frequency of just down, depression, lethargy. These are all these low frequency emotions. And on the other hand, um, there are high frequency emotions like peace and love and joy and gratitude. They, they vibrate way up there at like 700, 800, 900, 1,000. And you've probably heard the term like high vibing, you know, um, high vibration foods. And this is not some sort of granola girl, hippie pie in the sky concept. It's actually a very real thing. Um, all of these different energies, these emotions, um, and foods and different things that we see in our world vibrate at these different speeds. And we can have very high vibrating emotions, very high vibrating thoughts, high vibrating foods. And, um, and though any, when we focus on the high vibrating ones, then the level of health goes up. But what I find that's so interesting is that when it comes to emotions, many of the ways that we we um, think towards ourselves when we're trying to you know uh, change our health or change you know when we're on a diet or whatever, lots of it is very like negative, shame-inducing, fear-based um, ways of thinking and feeling and operating. And I don't know about you guys, but that's what I experienced for the longest time. Um, there'd be lots of great health things out there, but they were there's lots of things that were steeped in fear or um, shame motivated, um, and I think that's the exact opposite of the vibration that we want to be living in. We want to be living in that high vibration of this peace and this love and this joy, and and um, so back to the emotions. Um, the, the those vibrations literally get stored 
um, as emotions in the cells of your body. And uh, so concept number three here is that your subconscious mind, we're diving into that next layer, subconscious mind becomes the body, and these vibrations are inside your body. So you may have low vibrations such as shame, fear, guilt, um, or uh, lethargy, apathy, um, insecurity. You may have these vibrating in the cells of your body. Um, you may have the high vibrations. You may everyone has a mixture of both. It's just to what degree are there high vibrating emotions stored in the cells of your body? And so the way that we see this show up is um, the fact that since the subconscious mind becomes the body, the subconscious mind is not up here in the head. It's down into our body, and um, and so it's almost like think of the. The subconscious mind is like the iceberg that is, you know, from the neck down. It becomes the that's the iceberg beneath the surface that becomes your body. So what's going on in these either low or high vibrating emotions will show up on the body. So it could be positive, or it could be, or it could be healthy. I guess is the way I want to say it. Or it could be unhealthy, and we'll see it show up on the body. So an example of this is um, I've noticed in times whenever I feel more stressed or weighed down, or I've I've got lots of things I'm trying to sort through. I notice that my body holds on to weight more. I'll like gain a few pounds or. Um, not that I have a scale, I ditched that a long time ago, but um, I can feel it. I can just feel my body kind of holding on to it just a little bit more from all of that heaviness and that stress. Um, the other thing that I noticed, um, this was back in my early 20s, um, was when I would I was dealing with a lot of um, negative thoughts towards myself. So when I'd look in the mirror, I had all these critical negative thoughts, and I didn't even really know I was doing it. I thought that was just normal. And... Um, and so my body manifested those negative thoughts in the form of acne, and the acne would just not go away. No matter what I try, would not go away. And the only thing that caused it to finally be alleviated was changing my thoughts. And so the body no longer had to manifest that, that kind of inner criticism on my face. And I think that's really interesting because I noticed the connection immediately. And um, so these are just examples of how what's going on in the subconscious mind, these either low vibrating energies or these high vibrating energies actually affect the physical body. Okay, so let's move on to number four. And um, by the way, thank you for hanging in there with some of these brain science-y concepts and this terminology. Um, I know that there's a lot to understand but the reason that I want to explain all of this in as much detail and as simply as I can is that more, the more you understand it and the more that you just get it, the, the more that you'll be able to assign the meaning to what you're doing. So when you're doing your meditations or when you're working with tapping, the more you understand what's going on, uh, the more effective it will be. So number four, this one is Energy is a hundred times faster than matter. And I'm going to unpack this. Um, I've already explained energy, but what I mean by matter in this case is everything that you can see and touch. So food and supplements and exercise, all those things are things that we can see and touch. And we're working with physical objects in a sense, physical things. We're working with matter. We can see it. We can touch it. Energy as we've talked about previously, is 
everything vibrates at that speed of energy and you have, um, you have emotions, you have thoughts. Um, these are all energy. So when it comes to your health, it's really important to understand that these thoughts and these emotions either take you up or take you down. So we have the high vibrating emotions that take your energy up and the low vibrating emotions that take your energy down. So if energy is a hundred times faster than matter, imagine what happens if you're tuned into these low vibrating energies, whether through your thoughts or through your emotions, you're, you're constantly tuning into these, what I call survival based emotions, the stress, the fear, the shame, the guilt. And these may be so familiar that you don't even realize that they're, they're happening. Um, they're, they're present in real time all the time. And that was definitely the case for me. I didn't realize I was operating with so much negative motivation and so much stress whenever I was working with my health. So we've got these low vibrating emotions and if our energy is a hundred times faster than a matter, then it may, would make sense that if we worked with our energy, that we could heal a lot faster. Now, this, the, it can, I, as I mentioned, it can go either way. So either we can have these high vibrating emotions that take us in that upward spiral of health, the positivity, the gratitude, the love, the joy, the peace that takes you in that upward spiral of health, or you can have the opposite happen. And so much of this information I'm giving you today is based on the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. And one of my favorite sayings or lines of his that he really gets um, reinforced, um, he really reinforces in his teaching is that if your thoughts slash emotions and energy, if your thoughts can make you sick, your thoughts can also make you well. And there are tons of Uh, brain scans, tons of research of people who are doing these meditations, very similar to the ones that I do, and they're raising their vibration. They are letting go of the old survival-based emotions, such as fear and shame and guilt and the the old self that's really um, addicted to those old emotions. And they're raising their vibration and they're tuning into gratitude and to love and to peace and to joy. And, um, I recently went to a conference, um, where he was speaking and I got to connect with several people who had been able to heal of really big chronic diseases, not necessarily by changing their diet. That can be a component. And I think it's a really important component because food also has energy as well, has high vibrating emotions as well. But, um, it, it was primarily that they worked with their thoughts and emotions, and they worked with getting out of the old survival-based programming and into the creation mode. So on that note, if you want a little bit more information about the science behind working with your mind and your emotions and your energy and your thoughts to change your body, then I highly recommend checking out Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. Um, he has so much research in brain science and he actually can explain very, very logically, scientifically and sequentially lots of the concepts that I already, um, bring to this work. So it's great because, um, I'm not a sciencey person in the sense of, I don't have a degree in that. I have a different calling, but he can so, um, 
just effortlessly explain some of these um, scientific concepts really well. So just that's just a side note for you. All right, so moving on to number five. I love this one. It's so interesting to me, but your subconscious mind, and which becomes your body, it doesn't know the difference between a real or a perceived experience. So remember how the subconscious mind is very powerful, but it's not necessarily very intelligent. It understands the language of emotions and energy and and pictures, but it doesn't speak English. It doesn't um, understand some of the things that we wish it understood. And so um, this is why, like if you have... Uh, gained weight after a very um, maybe challenging or traumatic experience, or there was a time in your life where you felt unsafe. This is fairly common. It happens to a lot of people. They felt unsafe in their bodies. And so the subconscious mind actually like gains extra weight, wants them to be, um, to, to kind of pad themselves from pain. And it's doing the best job it can to try to make that person feel safe. Um, but of course, you know, we all know that the extra weight isn't actually going to protect them. Um, but the subconscious mind doesn't know that. It doesn't know the difference between that, that, that real or perceived experience. It just understands that language of energy. The great news is that the opposite is also true, that you can convince your subconscious mind that you are free and you are safe and you are whole and you are... Um, you, you can have joy and you can have peace and you can get out of the old stress, fear, survival-based programming. And when you convince the subconscious mind, then it works for you rather than against you. So imagine as if you get into your meditation and you're clearing away the survival-based emotions, the stress, the fear, the shame, the guilt, And you are starting to picture yourself as that incredibly light, healthy being, and you feel so much love, and you feel so much gratitude, and you know that it's your natural state. You know that it's in you, and you start to really see that and feel that. Your subconscious mind actually picks up on that truth. And as what happens is when you live as if you've already arrived, like you've already accomplished whatever it is that you wanted to accomplish with your health, and you feel how that would feel. You're tapping into your core being, what I call the core, which is just your truest self, your healthiest self outside of the programming of your mind and your body. And your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know that that hasn't already happened. It's just along for the ride. And so that's what's so awesome is just like thing this the the subconscious mind can work kind of against us if we don't know how to work with it. It can also work for us in a really beautiful way. And one of my favorite examples of this is um, a guy by the name of John Gabriel. I think many of you know him. He 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 was one of the first people to really understand how to use visualization and meditation for weight loss and and how to work with the subconscious mind. So he's another person you might want to check out to kind of see the the the, the um, amazing um, transformation that he went through, and his philosophy is really similar to mine. So reading his book or checking out his philosophy is only going to enhance your work during this program, and I think it'll be really inspiring. All right, so um, 
For the next several weeks, we are going to be working on um, really anchoring the meditation. And I have a new meditation for you. This is meditation number two. And uh, it's also called Tapping into Your Truest Self. And there's a lot of brain science behind the way that I did this meditation. And really what it does is it's, it's based on three concepts, which is cleanse, restore, and connect. So we use the EFT tapping to clear and cleanse the toxic stress, survival-based emotions, old thoughts that are running through the mind. Um, and uh, the tapping will help just cleanse those through to kind of clear your energy, to kind of clear your inner space first. Number two is restore. So then we use meditation to restore peace, relaxation, um, connection to your core being, those light-filled emotions, those high-vibrating emotions. And then connect is that third concept, and we use visualization to really connect to that picture of your lightest, truest self to really send the signal to your subconscious mind that it's safe to change. And um, the main purpose of meditation is to go from one mode to another mode. So you want to go from the stress mode, you know, you may wake up and feel tired or stressed or anxious or like not sure about the day, whatever. And so the point is to go from that stress survival based emotional state to a new state of being, to a new mode, which is that the peace and that lightness and that those high vibrating emotions. So um, set your intention to leave your meditation feeling that inspired, peaceful, in love with life, open to possibility, all of those really good feelings. And remember, those are already in you. It's almost like flipping a switch on the inside. We get to decide, like today I'm going to be that person. You always have a choice and that's a beautiful thing. So um, that's meditation number two for this week. It's in your inbox. And um, I hope that all of this information has been helpful for you. If there's some aspect of it you don't understand, please feel free to reach out to me. You can box or you can text. Uh, you can call, email. I really want to support you in understanding this content so that you can um, have as much success as possible. All right, that's all for now. Love you lots. Bye.